Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey guys, it's your boy Dylan here, and I just wanted to talk to you guys about our sponsor for today's show as we are part of the Believe Podcast Network, and that is Bet Online. We are back and better than ever. A new web interface for the rest of the NBA season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your bonus. That is B L E A V 50 to receive your bonus. That is all capitalized. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. everybody it's your boy dylan and you are tuned in once again to the top of thunder podcast special edition thunder chats ho it has been too long since i jumped on the thunder chats uh you know the deal i'm on my way to work uh the reason i haven't done it in so long is because um well there's been a few reasons (laughs) uh one of them i've told you guys about obviously you know i drive my truck home sometimes and as much as you hear when I'm driving in my car as far as like turn signals, motor, heater, whatever, um, it's that like 20 fold in my truck, just how loud everything is. So that's not on the table. Um, the other reason is uh, kind of bleeds into each other. Um, as you guys may or may not know, I'm sure you do, Anova, my son, he is in the PICU, the pediatric ICU. He has been for almost a month now. And so me getting to work has in you know i've drove myself to work i've drove my wife's car to work my buddies picked me up my bosses picked me up i've had a myriad of different rides uh coming into work you know just depending on our vehicle situation my wife getting to the hospital and, and so on and so forth um and the third thing is you know i've i've tried i try to keep it upbeat as much as i can um but with my son going through all this it's been really hard to like i don't know stay stay as optimistic and positive as i usually am um you know it's just been a really rough time and anytime that he starts to get better uh something happens and you know he he starts going the other way and so it i've found it hard to you know you've probably noticed i haven't been as active on twitter um I haven't been able to watch all the games, some of them because I really haven't been able, and some of them just because like I, I didn't want to devote my energy to that at that point in time. Now, again, that you know, that doesn't mean I don't love the team, that doesn't mean I don't love podcasting or, you know, messing around on Twitter or anything like that. It's just my headspace, you know, I just I, I didn't want to put 
my energy into it if I couldn't put all my energy into it. Um, but that being said, he is doing better. Um, he's put together a few really good days. The doctors are optimistic they're going to do a procedure on him this morning. And if that all goes good, then fingers crossed, hopefully, knock on wood, um, all the <laughs> all the good luck things that you could think of, he will be able to come home this week. So I am in better spirits. So it's been a while since I jumped on here. So I wanted to, you know, kind of give my explanation why I haven't been as active and uh, <laughs> energetic as normal. But also I wanted to talk about, you know, there was a couple of trades that happened. And, you know, I've, I've kicked around the idea of doing a piece uh, for Boomtown Hoops. You know, I, I write for them. If you guys didn't know, check out my work there. Um, I've kicked around the idea of doing a piece about how the trade deadline in and of itself is overrated. You know, there's trades that happen every year at the trade deadline. Um, but more often than not, the ones that are significant happen either in the off season or before the trade deadline. And, you know, it, it just depends if I have time to really break that down or not. But, um, there was two deals that happened in this past week, you know, prior to the trade deadline. That is Thursday. Um, the first deal happened, I believe, I believe Friday. <laughs> I could be wrong. My days are a little mixed up because I didn't work Thursday or Friday because of the winter storm. Um, but I believe it was Friday that this came out. Um, the Clippers, the team that we have, their unprotected pick this year and in a couple other years, uh, the team that we so famously acquired Shea Gilders Alexander from um, the team that looked to be <laughs> going down towards the play-in and out of the play-in category for this season uh, made a trade with the Portland Trailblazers the team that uh, so fondly credits themselves with ending our franchise the Damian Lillard half-court shot the wave all that nonsense they got together and decided to screw us over once again. The Clippers sent uh, Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, and I, I want to double check this. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of driving, so it's hard to do that. But I believe it was a second round pick. I believe that was the package. And the Clippers, the Clippers that were spiraling the clippers that were you know putting together some wins but were definitely overachieving for what they had on their roster the clippers team that had reggie jackson marcus morris luke Kennard, all overachieving they didn't have really anybody to go to consistently and rely on offensively and defensively they were just kind of putting performances together but it wasn't sustainable now without paul george acquired leonard but they acquired from the trailblazers Norm Powell and Robert Covington. Now, let me go off and say Robert Covington is not the player that A, a lot of people think he is, and <laughs> even B, not the player that he used to be. He's still a solid defender. He, he definitely got overrated as a defender on ball, especially. He's a really smart, intelligent um, off ball defender, and offensively, you know. He can still be a floor spacer for you. Now, I don't want to crap on him too much because he really he really changed the series of his defense um, in our last playoff series against the Rockets. Um, but, yeah, th that kind of is what he is. Now, Norm Powell, on the other hand, is a guy that's shooting 
around or over 40% from three, a guy that's averaging like 18 points a game, a guy that plays good to great defense. And now, in and of itself, if it's just them with Reggie Jackson, Marcus Morgus, Luke Kennard, no, they're not going to make a lot of noise. They'll probably get into the play-in, maybe a little bit higher. Who knows? Um, but what this does do, what this does do, yeah, that's what I said. What this does do is it gives the Clippers an opportunity. Now, they're supposed to reevaluate Paul George and his injury in the next couple weeks. Me and a lot of national media, uh, specifically Bill Simmons, Brian Windhorst, they kind of talked about it on their podcast, or alluded to it, I should say, that they don't expect Paul George to be healthy and come back this year. So then that goes back to Kawhi Leonard, who famously tore his ACL last year. Um, and, you know, used to ACL meant, like, you know, you're out for the season. And it typically has. But recovery, technology, rehab, all these things, you know, it's gotten faster um, in these years than it has in the past, obviously. So there is potentially a window for Kawhi to come back before or during the playoffs if, A, <laughs> he, his team is in position to, you know, compete in the play-in or playoffs, and, B, if he wants to. It's all up to Kawhi Leonard. Like, he, he owns that franchise. He can do whatever he wants to do. But if they've been able to keep their head above water with what they have right now, and they add Norm Powell and Robert Covington, you have to believe they're going to be able to keep their head above water a little bit more. And it might be enough to entice Kawhi Leonard to come back this year and give it a go in the playoffs. And who knows? We've seen Paul George play hurt before. Maybe it entices him to come back. I'm not saying the Clippers are going to win the championship. That's not neither here or there. I do think they're scary next year if they're healthy. Like, absolutely, like, terrifying. But that's okay. We don't have their pick next year. Um, But as far as this year goes, you know, we had their pick unprotected. And as I was saying, it looked like they were dropping out of the playoffs. looked like they were dropping out of the play-in. You know, we had dreams of getting the number one and number two pick. Now, definitely that was like, you know, pipe dream, like fever dream. Like, that was probably never going to happen. But we had real dreams of this Clipper pick being top ten pick. And it wasn't out of the question. But now I, 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 we might be able to kiss that dream goodbye. You know, we talked to uh, Jake Fisher, um, actually, the day before this trade went down. And, you know, we talked about a report uh, that he had and, you know, other teams – or uh, not other team, other reporters had said about the Clippers potentially becoming sellers and, you know, getting off that contract. We talked about Serge Ibaka coming to the Thunder. We talked about, you know, them selling off Marcus Morris and Luke Kennard and, you know, trying to you know just give their young guys opportunity and growth and development so they can contribute to a team that's ready to compete next year um and he said you know at this point the clippers have been overachieving and they very well could become sellers but at this point you know this this year's kind of pointless to them it it doesn't feel like they're going to be able to compete and it doesn't feel like they're you know they don't own their picks there's no incentive to tank so they kind of feel like you know what's the use like let's just go out there with what we got and see what happens and that's that's kind of it kind of seems like that's what they're doing you know they they was able to trade a bad contract um 
I has been in Justice Winslow. Maybe never was in Justice Winslow. <laughs> and Keon Johnson, who, you know, he's he's shown some flashes athletically, defensively. But he was a guy that I didn't really like coming out of the draft just because <clears throat> he was kind of one-dimensional uh, offensively. And who knows, maybe he can turn into something in Portland. But, you know, he was a guy, as opposed to Kentucky's B.J. Boston, <laughs> who's really been showing out for the Clippers. He was a guy that didn't really hurt to let go specifically with guys like bj boston and terrence Mann out there you know showing off at the uh, showing out the wing position and then you add norm powell robert covington and then you add Kawhi leonard still got reggie who for whatever reason is actually playing like an spg these days and you might have got something with the clippers so it, it feels bad like <laughs> there's no other way to put it it feels bad for thunder fans um but hey that wasn't the only trade that happened. This one is much more inconsequential for the Thunder in a way. So, Karis LeVert got traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers um, for Ricky Rubio. Uh, first this year, I think it was lottery protected first this year and two seconds, which feels like a lot to give up for Karis LeVert. I'm not going to lie. I like Karis LeVert, but that's a lot of pick compensation for the guy. Um, but it looks like he's going to come into that casting. The Cavs that have been, you know, I'm not even overachieving. Like they've been, they've just proved everybody wrong. Evan always came in from the jump and has been a defensive difference maker as a rookie, which just doesn't happen. Uh, Darius Garland has come in, taken a leap both as a scorer and a playmaker, um, leading to him being an All Star, very rightfully deserved. You know, Jared Allen came in off that trade last year, had a few good games, really showed some flashes, and really built on that and has just become an absolute force this year. Could potentially be the all-star replacement for Kevin Durant. Like They've just got a really good team. Kevin Love's buying in. Jetty Oseman's buying in. Now, it doesn't matter that Colin Sexton got hurt earlier in the year because they've really got a solid good team, like top to bottom. Isaac Okoro, you know, he's been great for them. Uh, you know, a guy that was drafted last year. He's been a defensive difference maker as well. And so they go and add Karis LeVert for basically nothing, nothing that's going to hurt their team. They're able to plug Karis LeVert in and, you know, to this team that is already, I think, like a – I don't have the standings in front of me. Like I said, I'm driving. Uh, like either one, one and a half, half a game back from, like, first place. I think they're, like, third or fourth in the Eastern Conference. And I said – you know when this rumor when, when this was rumored to go down like i think cleveland has a legitimate shot to win the east and this is why you know we've seen how good they've been defensively we've seen how solid they've been offensively with the pieces that they have you go in that karis lavert who you know say what you want about his efficiency the guy's a bucket he can get a bucket he can he's a three-level scorer he can do a little bit of playmaking and what i said on twitter man like Throw him in your second unit. Let him be your sixth man. Let him be your Dennis Schroeder. Like, you know, he can close some games if he's feeling it, if the matchups dictate it. If you're able to throw him in there and just let him cook offensively, that's a whole new dimension to your offense, whole new dimension to your scoring. And, like, it could really be a difference come playoff time. So I, I love the move for the Cavs. Now, how it is a little bit consequential for the Thunder, obviously the Pacers get worse. I don't have Tankathon in front of me, but you know we've known for a while that the Pacers seem to be spiraling uh, right down the drain. Um, 
if I had to guess, I'd say there were like six or seven on Tankathon standings. Obviously, you guys are probably looking at me laughing at me because I'm so wrong. Um, but I know they're right around that point, and they just traded away one of their best players. And that's that's not great for the Thunder in terms of where their pick is going to happen. Uh, specifically because the Thunder have are 3-0 and with Shea hurt, which is wild because Shea got hurt last year, and the bottom fell out, and then the bottom of that bottom fell out. And that's when we was really able to help our pick position. This year, Shea got hurt, and he was going to miss 10-plus games with his injury. And for whatever reason, we're winning these games. Um, I tell you that, we went on a three-game win streak, and then we lost our most previous game to the ah, – it escapes me. Anyways, we're 3-1 and one in the last four. Doris been playing great. Giddy's been playing great. Uh, Muscala, Kenrich, Ty Jerome's been playing great. You know, I mean, you, Baisley was playing great off the bench. I think he started and kind of threw off his mojo. But, you know, we've been we've been overachieving with Shea out of the lineup. And it's really hurt our tank position. And then you throw in this Pacers thing, and the Pacers might get worse. You know, there's rumors that they, the Kings are zeroing in on Demonis Sabonis. And if you take away Sabonis, you take away Levert. Miles Turner is already possibly likely out for the year. The Pacers are going to be a really bad team, guys. They could legitimately, legitimately be party crashers in that bottom five that the Thunder want to be. They could play the Toronto Raptors from last year. And it's not exciting. Um, but, again, I – I don't. I didn't want to come on here and be all gloom and doom. You know me. I'm an upbeat, optimistic guy. Like I already said, <laughs> I just want to come on here and kind of touch on the trades that happened because you know we uh, we we podcast about once a week, uh, twice if something special happens or we have a guest or something. But I, I wanted to come on here and talk about the trades because they are consequential to the Thunder. Um, and yeah, that's all I gotta say. Uh, guys, we'll be back on Thursday to recap the trade deadline, any moves that might have happened after this recording. And until then, hope y'all have a great day. God bless. This has been Dylan Thunder Chats. Um, you, God, it's been a while since I've done this. Uh, you guys are, have tuned into Thunder Chats. Ho! Thunder up. Hey guys, Alex here from Topic Thunder. Uh, I got a question for you. So what's more important than peace of mind? Absolutely nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind while you're online. With all the threats that you face today on the internet, whether you're on your computer, whether you are on your phone, whether you are on your tablet, it's more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, the most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $4 per month. $4 a month. That's a cup of coffee nowadays. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe 
or use the code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also, it's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and protect your assets that you have online and get Nord to help you with that. That's NordVPN. Hey guys, Alex here from Topic Thunder Podcast. What I'm about to say might shock you, but the greatest quarterback of all time is not just a goat on the field. He's a goat when it comes to investing too. He invests in stocks, crypto, and even art. Now you can invest like the goat with Masterworks. Masterworks is an investing platform that lets you buy shares representing an investment in art from icons like Picasso, Monet, and Warhol. Art prices actually outpaced the S&P 500 by 164% from 1992 to 2022. In fact, early investors already received over 30% IRR in 2020 and 2021 from sales of just two paintings. This is your opportunity to join 300,000 other members and invest like the GOAT. Plus, you can get priority access with our game day promo. So go to masterworks.art slash believe. That's masterwork.art slash B-L-E-A-V. See important disclosures at masterworks.io slash disclaimer. Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder Podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter, at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.